The Aggies have landed four-star interior offensive lineman Asindre Afua. His mix of size, speed, and athleticism could lead to early playing time in College Station. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to us by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply. So, folks, I hope everybody had an outstanding weekend. I know Aggie fans did as Texas A&M landed as Sindre Afua, the six foot four, 310-pound interior offensive lineman from Seattle, Washington. Afua actually attended the same high school in Washington as current Aggie Mark Naboo, current um, offensive, interior offensive lineman, which is funny. Um, but what stood out to me about Afua's game is – just the fact that he so he was 330 pounds for a long time. It's funny, he actually kind of went viral for a while for being like massive when he was 14. And there was like this video, and it was like Alabama has off has offered this massive uh 14-year-old. And you know, this is just my take on the situation, but he he's you know, he was six foot four, 330 pounds then. Actually, within this last year, he's dropped 20 pounds and gotten down to 310, and he's a lot quicker. And I think it's it's forced him to be more technical. So I read up on him. There wasn't a lot of tape. I had to dig to find some tape. I, I didn't find a ton. I, fa- I found enough to feel good, you know, to feel great about about him and knowing what he's going to bring for Texas A&M. But one thing I read about him was that Back in the day, I mean, when you're that kid, when you're the kid that's massive, you are just 30 times bigger than everybody else, you can just mow people over. When you're 14 and you're six foot four, 330 pounds, and the other 14 year olds are five foot nine, 169 pounds, like you can bury people, you can just plant them in the ground. So I think that that kind of le- that leads to a lack of technique just in, because you don't need it. And that's kind of what I read up on Afua was that he lost this weight and people are catching up to him, you know, size wise, and he has gotten more technical and that's made him just an all in all better offensive lineman. So this last year, he's looked outstanding that, you know, like I said, the tape I saw looked great. He's a player. I think that he could come in and play early. You know, and it's funny because you talk about offensive line and defensive line. It's very, you know, it's very rare for an offensive or defensive lineman to come in and play as a true freshman. I don't know if Afua will come in and play as a true freshman, but I could see him being like a Mark Naboo type player who comes in. You know, Mark Naboo was part of the 2022 class, and he's already mixing in starting reps right now to where he has a chance to win a job. So he's a sophomore, a true sophomore. I think he's got a chance to win a job. Win, win that job and just like I think a fool could come in and do his sophomore year like I said it's just hard to come in and play as a true freshman it's really difficult to do 
especially in the trenches. So it's going to be interesting to see what his role looks like early in his career. But this guy's going to play, and I think this guy's going to play early. I, I, I'd say definitely you're going to see Afua playing as a sophomore. I think you could see him. I think you could see him being a player like Chase Basantis, who's you know the true freshman right now, who's mixing in snaps with the banged up Ruben Fothery. Um, he's, you know, taking snaps with the ones right now. I think you now obviously an injury has him in there, but I mean, I think you could see stuff like that with a as a true freshman. I think he could come in and work and take snaps in fall camp and spring. I think he could come in and take snaps immediately. That's how good this guy is. I mean, it, it, the tape's great. It's hard to find. You have to go to his huddle. You have to find his huddle. Normally 24 seven sports has it posted. So you can like watch highlights for his, you have to dig a little bit. So if you all want to watch it, you need to go to um, you need to go to his huddle account, and you can find some of it there. But I like the fact that he, you know, has gotten more technically sound when it comes to his, you know, technique, because I think that that's a legitimate fact. When you are just bigger than everybody else, it is really easy to just plow people over. To you don't have to be. You don't have to have great technique to, I mean, when you're bigger than other people, you can just mow them over. You don't have to have this elite technique, elite, elite early steps. You don't have to have the strong punch. You don't need that stuff. I mean, all you really need is just to be bigger and push people around. So I think that, you know, people catching up to him in weight and height and stuff has kind of forced him to become more technical, which is a good thing. I mean, here's the deal. You might be the biggest player now, but when you get to Texas A&M and when you get in the SEC, you are not going to be the biggest player out there. I don't care how big you are. I don't care if you're 6'4", 330 pounds. There's going to be defensive linemen that are – I mean, heck, we saw the guy – have you have you all seen the, the dude that's gone viral on the TCU player that's like 455 pounds? Like, there's players like that that you're going to have to guard. There are people bigger than you. So you can't always count on just out – pushing around people because you're going to catch up to some people with the same physical attributes as you. So I think it's good that Afua has kind of been forced to, you know, drop a little bit of weight, get in better shape and, you know, get back to learn the position better. I mean, I'm not, not like you, it's not like he wasn't a good offensive lineman. All I'm saying is it's easy to just push people around. You don't need to be technically sound when you're bigger and stronger than everybody. So I think that, you know, he's, he's doing, making the right steps to put himself in a position to play early on in this Texas A&M career. So, of course, he is the 110th player in the 2024 class, according to 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings, number five interior offensive lineman in the class, and the number one player in the great state of Washington. He chose the Aggies over Miami and Utah, and then the FUA held seven SEC offers. So... I think that, you know, we're going to talk a little bit here in segment two about this class as a whole, where it's at compared to some other classes. What do we need? We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. A lot of recruiting today. But if you talk about the offensive line, which we'll get more into this in segment two, but you got Ashton Funk, Cohen Eccles, and Weston Davis to go along with Afua. So you've got four current offensive linemen committed in this 2024 class. All of them are composite four stars, talented guys. I think these are going to all end up being blue chip guys. Uh, Cohen Eccles took a big jump for a while. He was not. He was. A, he was a lower three star. He's taken some massive jumps in some recent recruiting ranking updates. So Cohen Eccles is making moves in the right direction. We know how good Weston Davis and Ashton Funk are. So I mean, the way I look at this is you got Cohen Eccles and Afua. You got your guards. Um, you got Ashton Funk and Weston Davis. You got your tackles. 
I love building an offensive line in the class. You got to think about, I mean, it's a position. There's five of them out there. You can people players get banged up easily. I mean, you're you're going at each other on every single snap, every single play. It's easy to get banged up when you play offensive line. You have to have a deep room. Last year, you know, Texas A&M's offensive line, you lose some players to injury. You have to bring in some younger guys, and we saw how that panned out. So you want to have a deep room full of young talent and wily old veterans. So you have got to have that perfect mix. So bringing in a class like this, I wouldn't be upset if the Aggies landed one more offensive lineman. So we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, that class, this class, where it's at, what do we need to add compared to some classes here in a little bit. But I think that the offensive line room for this 2024 class is in an outstanding position. You have to feel good about the amount you have and the talent you have. I mean, Afua, he's one of the best offensive linemen in the country. Funk is a great tackle. Weston Davis is a great tackle. And Cohen Eccles is a guy, like I said, who's rising up in the ranks right now. So Afua, folks, outstanding offensive lineman going to come in and play. He's going to play early. He, I, I think he needs to bulk a little bit. So like that six, four, three, ten. you know, you lose that weight. He looks, he looks great, but he looks, you know, a little, I think if he put on, you know, five or 10 pounds of muscle and that's part of it, you lose the, the bad weight, you gain the good weight. So, I mean, I read a little bit about that too. So, some of the recruiting experts want him to put on a little bit of, a little bit of bulk. They want him to bulk up a little bit. So if the fuel bulks up a little bit, um, and I don't think it's like necessary, but I mean, you can see in his face, like he has lost a ton of face weight from some of his like old clips. I, Cause I watched some tape from his, when he was early in high school and some of his last year tape and then some, some camp stuff he's been doing. And he is, look, he's losing weight. He's looking really good, looking fit, looking ready to utterly dominate opposing defensive linemen. So Asindre Afua, big time get for the Aggies. Made a fun weekend after landing this guy. I'm really excited to see what he does. He's playing in a lot of these big-time bowls and the Polynesian Bowl and the all, all that different stuff. He's playing in all these different big-time games. So we'll hopefully get to see a little bit of some good tape on him on a big stage in front of some of the you know the best defensive players in the country. So we're going to see a lot out of Afua here soon. But, folks, great player. I am really happy the Aggies landed this guy. And I think that he is a guy that's going to come in and have an immediate impact for the Texas A&M Aggies. All right, let's break down this 2024 class, where it's at, what we need, what do we don't need more of, look at some other stuff. We're going to break that down and talk about some potential guys that you could see committing here soon coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to talk about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. Helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs, it's, it's a service that I personally use. I personally really enjoy LinkedIn. I think it is a, a thing that helps if you're an employer looking for candidates to for a for an open position linkedin jobs you can go find people if you're a a someone looking for a job linkedin jobs go find companies they can they, they'll like recommend things to you they'll recommend different um places that fit your resume fit your previous job experiences so linkedin jobs is a great service thankful that linkedin jobs is a thing it helps out a lot it helps a lot of people find jobs and helps a lot of employers find employees LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. 
Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Okay. Let's talk about where this recruiting class is currently sitting as we are here on this wonderful August day. Heck, it is August, right? Goodness gracious. Yes, August. Had to double check. So, the 2024 recruiting class for the Texas A&M Aggies is currently sitting at 10th on 24-7 Sports. Like I say, I always want to let everybody know I like 24-7 Sports. It's the service I tend to use. Um, I'm not the biggest on three fan. I just I, I like 24-7 Sports. That's, that's the one I use. But um, the Aggies are currently sitting at 10th in the 24-7 sports rankings. So let's run through all the players committed. 19 current commits. Five-star receiver Cameron Coleman. Four-star defensive lineman Dalen Evans. uh, Four-star wide receiver Draylon Miller. Four-star safety Jordan Pride. Four-star interior offensive lineman Asindre Fua, who we, of course, just talked about. Four-star safety Miles Davis. Four-star tackle Weston Davis. Um, They have Funk listed as a three-star, but he's a composite four-star. Same with Cohen Eccles. Tristan uh, Tristan Jernigan is the three-star linebacker. Uh, Jernigan, Alabama, I think, I'm not concerned about Alabama making a push after him, but I know that he got the offer, and so that I'm not concerned about it, but it's definitely something to monitor. Uh, Jalen Hornsby, the receiver from New Jersey, he is a three-star, but he's a composite four-star. I've seen his ranking drop. I don't really know why. Um, DeBron Gatling, the three-star receiver. Jordan Lockhart, three-star linebacker. Eric Carner three-star tight end, Ty Anthony Smith, three-star linebacker, Anthony Maddox, and Miles O'Neal, both three-star quarterbacks, Ernest Campbell, three-star receiver, and Gabriel Relaford, three-star defensive lineman slash edge rusher. So like I said, a lot of these guys, like if you click on their name, like let's click on Jalen Hornsby here. You click on Jalen Hornsby, um, he is a – he on 24-7 sports, he's listed as a three-star, but then in the composite rankings, which compiles all of the data across all of the different recruiting platforms, he is ranked 427th nationally and a four-star. So a lot of those guys that I said three-stars are composite four-stars. It's just whatever service you like, take a look at what these players are listed there. But so that means the Aggies currently have two quarterbacks, no running backs, five receivers, one tight end, four offensive linemen, two defensive linemen, three linebackers, no cornerbacks, two safeties, and, yeah, it said no corners. So no corners, no running backs yet in this class. So looking at the number, the Aggies currently have 19 commits. So let's compare that to some other classes. The 2020 class had 26. The 2021 class had 23. The 2022 class, of course, the historic class, had 30 commits. And the 2023 class had 19. Technically, 18 are enrolled, but we'll we'll say 19 for the sake of this argument. So, last year, Coach Fisher takes less guys, 19 guys. You got 19 currently committed. But, I mean, if you look at the history of this, the average is going to be around 25 guys, 26 guys. So, I think that you get 25 in this class. Um, so So, this is the way I feel. You are good on quarterback. You are good on receiver. I think you're good on tight end just based off the young talent you already have. I mean, Jaden Platt's a true freshman. Carner's going to come in. I don't I don't think you need to bring in two tight ends in this class, so I think you're good there. 
Um, offensive line, I think you're good, but if you brought in one more guy, I wouldn't be upset. So we'll 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 add one offensive lineman to this little experiment we're doing here, and we'll we'll decide if we we want it here in a little bit. Defensive line is a position I want to see some more guys on the defensive side of the trenches. I think if you brought in two more, I'd be okay with that. So if you brought in two defensive linemen, maybe even three. Um, linebacker, I think you're good. Safety, I think you're good. So corner, I'd bring in one or two. So if you do the if you do the math on that, you bring in one more offensive lineman. You bring in a running back because here's the deal about running back. I know that we feel great about Reuben Owens. I know that Le'Veon Moss and Amari Daniels are going to have um, eligibility. I don't see them leaving for the NFL, so I mean, you know, they're going to be sticking around for a while. Um, I, I, you don't. I mean, like, I don't think. A running, it's not the end of the world if you don't get a talented running back, but you have to have one. You have to have one of these guys. You, you have to have a running back. Injuries happen, people move transfer, people move on to the NFL. In this world of college football and the new landscape, you have to always have a, you know players coming in in each class. So you need a running back. So two offense, uh, one offensive lineman, one running back, two defensive linemen, two, um, and then two corners would put this class at four, five, six, 25 recruits. I don't think that's a bad spot to be. And like I said, you got two quarterbacks. You don't need any more. You don't need more receivers. I think you're good at tight end. You're good at linebacker. You're good at safety. So if you bring in, um, and that's a question. So let me know in the comments, Are you in the YouTube comments, do we feel good with the four offensive linemen we have in Funk, Davis, Eccles, and the recent commit of Afua? Do we feel good about that? Or do we want one more guy? I don't think you'd want more. The number I had been saying was four to five. I don't think you're going to take six. I think five would be the the top end. So it's like, will Jimbo Fisher and company take one more offensive lineman? I think I would say it's higher than 50-50. They take one more guy. And I'm not upset about that. I, I really am not upset about that. When it comes to corner, this is where we keep having the conversation, folks. What is the deal with Terry Bussey? I mean, I just, I don't, you know, at the pool party. Well, I mean, here's, the, we talked about this, the pool party. I meant to mention this actually, but Afua is the first domino to fall from the pool party. You know, here's your, there's your first commit after the pool party. So that's a positive takeaway. But what is the deal with Terry Bussey? I mean, it has gone completely silent. I haven't seen anything, you know. Um, because if you remember correctly, before the pool party, Terry Bussey was quoted saying, I feel my commitment's coming soon. When he said that, I thought I was pretty confident that he was going to be making a decision soon. So, like, let's look, let's see, has he put out a commitment date? I don't think he has. Let's see, because it says on here, yeah, he has not, according to 24 7 Sports, they put a little banner when they have an upcoming decision, and he, he hasn't put out a commitment date. So, what is the deal with Terry Bussey? Is he committing soon? I mean, you want him. You need corners. Like I just said, that's one of the positions you got to bring some guys in. I know that Texas A&M is after the um, the corner Kobe Black, who is kind of – I think that Texas has a perceived lead there. But, I mean, he, he just put a list out that, you know, Texas A&M's in this race. So, I, I, do I think that we land him? I don't know how great I feel about it, but I think Texas A&M's in that race. But, I mean, Terry Bussey is the guy. He's got a ton of crystal balls to Texas A&M. What is the deal with him? When is he going to commit? Are the Aggies going to land him? I don't like this. I don't like when a player is, is – it seems like he is all into one school 
you know, like he had, like Terry Bussey has been to Texas A&M forever. And then you kind of, you know, you think he's going to commit. He goes to the pool party. He says the commitment's coming soon. And now it's been, what, a couple weeks and we still haven't seen anything. And I just, I don't love that. I really don't love that. So hopefully we see a commitment from Terry Bussey soon. I mean, I think that if you land him, if you potentially land Black, I mean, if you land those two guys, if you land Kobe Black or Terry Bussey, one or both of those guys, you feel pretty good about the cornerback room. Now, you brought in a lot of guys in the secondary in last year's class, but it's a position group. You have to bring guys in. You can't not bring in a couple of safeties and a couple of corners in every single recruiting class. You just have to. So hopefully we see something from Terry Bussey soon. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop soon, but, I mean, it's like I was saying that a couple weeks ago. When's it going to happen? I'm starting to – I'm not concerned. I'm curious as to why he hasn't made a decision or set a commitment date. I'd even feel better if he set a commitment date because, like I said, all signs are pointing to Texas A&M. So we just we need to see something happen with him. I'm hoping kind of soon. But this class, folks, offensive linemen, running back, a couple of defensive linemen, a couple of corners, and I feel good about this 2024 class. And now you could take more guys than that. I mean, I mean, heck, you could add on, bring in two running backs, bring on uh, six offensive linemen, bring on five defensive linemen. I'm cool with all of it. You know, keep adding never hurts, especially like I said with the transfer portal. And the, the world we live in of college football, I get it. It's a uh, forever, you know, people are leaving, people are coming in. It's a crazy world we live in. So bring in some more guys. I'm excited to get to talk some more recruiting. But ladies and gentlemen, we are getting close to the start of the 2023 football season. So this recruiting class, Afua commits. We talked about where it's at currently. I feel really good about this 2024 Texas A&M recruiting class. It's in a great spot. And there is a ton of talent that has already Decided they're going to play their college football at Texas A&M, and I think some that we could see jumping on board here soon. So this 2024 class is in a great spot in mid-August. The Aggies were predicted to beat Bama. Let's talk about it. Coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. College football news puts out their prediction rankings. Um, what They did it for the SEC. It just came out yesterday. And Texas A&M was predicted to go 8-4. and four. So when I saw that, I my, my first knee-jerk reaction when I, I saw the record up top before I looked at – now, they don't like – you know, they don't say if they think it's going to be a blowout. They don't say like prediction score, Texas A&M 7, LSU 45. Like they don't do that. They just say win or loss. Um, which I wish they gave a score, just frankly, because I, I know it doesn't matter. I, it just would tell me their thoughts on, is this going to be a barn burner? Is this going to be a blowout in some of these games? So when I saw 8-4, and four, I immediately assumed losses to Tennessee, Alabama, LSU, and then Ole Miss. That was kind of where I was. That was my, my guess. That's where I was at. Then I looked. It was a win over Bama. Losses to Arkansas. Tennessee, Ole Miss, and LSU. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's just not the way I kind of see this season going. I, I Here's the deal. Of the Arkansas, Tennessee, and Ole Miss games, I feel confident the Aggies win two of those three games. So, I mean, if you do that, so let's, let's run through the schedule like this. You take care of business against the team you're supposed to beat, Mississippi State, uh, South Carolina, Auburn, Miami. You win all those games. You take care of business there. You obviously win your non-conference games. 
I think that you, if you throw in a loss to Bama, LSU, and then one of those three teams, because um, Arkansas, Tennessee, Ole Miss, that's nine and three. If you, you know, beat Bama, um, lose to Arkansas, or, or uh, yeah, and then lose to LSU, same thing. But it's like, then again, if you win all three of those games and you lose to Bama and LSU, that's 10 and two. And that's where it comes into play. That is why, you know, you're not going to be favored in this game at Tennessee. You're not going to be favored in Neyland. You're not going to be favored in this game, the Ole Miss game. Now, that's one, to be honest, I could see Texas A&M being favored the time that I'm not a big Ole Miss fan. Those of you everydayers here on Locked on Aggies know that. But, um, I mean, it's 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 there for the taking, folks, for Texas A&M to win nine or ten games this season. I think, you know, I mean, that's what the win total on all the betting places is seven and a half. I mean, I feel incredibly confident the Aggies are going to win eight plus games this year. I think, frankly, I'm to the point where I think eight wins. I mean, I'm not with this roster with Bobby Petrino. I'm not happy with eight wins. And I know that everydayers, you all everydayers, I see the comments, you know, talking about this. I, I don't think many are, are, you of you all would be either. I don't think that. I don't think y'all would be happy with um, eight wins. So this is a make or break season, you know, just based on the fact that there is so much talent. We talk about this so often here on Locked on Aggies. There is so much talent on this roster. You have got to go and win nine-plus games this season. This team's too good. Your coaching staff is too good to not go win football games. So it's now or never. It's now or never to where a point where I think it could be hard. I mean, if you win seven games with this roster, do commits start to, you know, kind of back off to commits not want to come play at Texas A&M? That's a genuine concern I have. I mean, you these five stars like Cameron Coleman, does he want to come play for a team that has some of the best talent and then but proceeds to, you know, win, only win uh, seven games every year. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I've made it very clear. I think this is going to be a boom year for the Aggies. I think they're going to put up a ton of wins. But all I'm saying is, if that doesn't happen, I think it's a bad it's a bad outlook for this this season. So or for going forward for recruits. So win some football games. This is the year. Texas A&M go nine and three. Go ten and two. Win a big time bowl game. Make a crazy college football playoff appearance. Do something fun. This is the year. You've got the coaching staff. You've got the talent to do it. So this is going to be a fun year of college football, ladies and gentlemen. And I think that Coach Fisher is going to have the Aggies ready to rock and roll to a lot of wins on the gridiron. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you have a great week this week. Football is close. We are, I think we're about 20 days away. We are almost there. Have a great rest of your day. And we will see you tomorrow.